1: Hello, thank you for joining me. I'm very delighted to be joined today by Atalia ben Abba. She is an Israeli conscientious objector who was imprisoned for refusing to serve in the IDF. I just want to firstly thank you so much, Atalia. It's a big honour to be joined by you, and I know anyone watching or listening to this I think will be in awe of your courage and the fact that you're, you're here to speak about what's happening, the horror at the moment. So just start, you were 19 years old. This is 2017. Can you explain why you refused to serve in the Israeli Defence Forces at that age and what the consequences were?
2: Yes. Um, So, first of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. Um, So when I refused, um, I was already an anti-occupation activist, um, mainly in Jerusalem, uh, where I grew up. Um, and I, I grew up in an area that is like really in the border between uh, East Jerusalem and West Jerusalem and East Jerusalem is the Palestinian part. And so I was very, like, I felt that I, I grew up with an understanding of what um, an, a military occupation looks like. And I just felt like I could not look myself in the eyes if I become a part of that. And I didn't want to be a part of this military occupying force. And I didn't want to to feel like I'm a part of what enables the occupation. And the way I saw it and still see it, I think the the military force of Israel enables its control over Palestinian people. And I felt that any role I would take inside that system would be um, yeah, just helping it and being a part of it.
1: And you, you were sent to prison for four, four months. As four months, yeah. So can you just tell me what was, you know, you were a teenager. Um, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a big sacrifice uh, to make.
2: Um, it was complicated, I think. Um, a lot of my, my closest friends at the time enlisted. And, and it felt like we could remain friends. But when it actually happened, when they became soldiers and I became like this very committed anti-occupation activist it, it, we couldn't be friends anymore wow. it just felt like we didn't speak the same language anymore just in like the very basic of like what are we talking about like they had military stories which i thought were just like so hard Um and and it was very difficult with my family and i think being in a, in a military prison for four months was a complicated experience, but actually, I think going through it when I was so young it it somehow you know I looked at it as like this yeah, everyone was my age, you know, like yeah. the the other prisoners were also eighteen or nineteen, and the officers were eighteen or nineteen like it's like everyone is your age, and no one is like a real criminal because it's yeah. a military prison. Yeah. Most of the girls that were there with me uh, were deserters because of economic reasons. It was this very, I don't know, interesting experience.
1: Now, I mean, in terms of this occupation, this is the longest belligerent occupation in modern times. And across the West Bank, there are settlements which are illegal um, under international law. They constitute land grabs, we've seen ethnic cleansing which has escalated um, since the horrors of 7th of October. What's your understanding of what the occupation actually means for Palestinians which led you to this conclusion?
2: It's, it's like living these exposed lives. Like there is no, no authority that they can turn to and there is so much injustice happening Um I don't know if ex- exposed this is the world but it's like I just came back from the West Bank where I've spent like the past two nights uh, just uh, with families of Palestinian villagers who are being attacked by settlers and just being like a, an Israeli Jewish woman there makes a whole lot of difference because the army treats me differently like the the racism of the system this is just what it works like like if there's a jewish woman there the army will would act differently Mm -hmm. they would be less violent they won't do everything that they Mm -hmm. were planning to do like it and it's because like i'm a citizen so i have these rights but being a palestinian under military law you have just no rights and and like joining that with the settler violence where just they have this religious crusade of like purging the land and taking control over it and it's like you see it in their eyes that they they don't care about like hurting people and just making whole communities escape because of fear of being murdered—it's—it's it's very scary.
1: And um, yeah. Cool. Um, now you're calling for a ceasefire, and I suppose—I mean, I—I I, I suppose I'd like to hear your response to the the argument that the Israeli state would make. I mean, this is not a popular position in Israel at the moment, and that just shows how courageous you are. The Israeli state and its supporters would say, this is self-defense. On the 7th of October, innocent civilians were attacked and this is the self-defense of Israel in response to those atrocities. So what? how would you respond to that in the arguments you'd use to support a ceasefire?
2: What happened in the 7th of October is awful and horrendous. And I have very, very close friends and my sister and her children, all of them living in in, in like near the Gaza uh, Strip, and they had to evacuate their homes. And what happened there is truly horrendous. And and I I think and and I believe that uh, just up indiscriminate murder of of Gazan people does not do anything for those who died it does not bring back our hostages like it's not a plan to bringing back the hostages and returning to security to the people of the area it's not that it's this insane revenge plan or like it's that is not a solution, that is not a plan, that is not a strategy to bring security and safety and peace to the people of this land, to any of them, nor Israeli and not Palestinian, in order to, to have security and safety and peace here.
0: Botox Cosmetic, auto botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's Amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
2: We can't just murder indiscriminately. And it's it it's I I don't even see it as like a strategy towards safety to anyone or to like self-defense. It's not that. It's, Mm. it's just, I don't know, a revenge mission, a political mission. Uh,
1: Where's your fear about where this will end? Because if we listen to the rhetoric of Israeli leaders and officials, it's not what I would describe as subtle. So when Benjamin Netanyahu quotes a biblical passage about Amalek, which if you read calls for the murder of men women and children when you have israeli leaders talking about reducing gaza to a city of tents a leaked um, a, a, a policy paper which some israeli journalists got hold of which spoke of the ethnic cleansing of the gaza strip um, you know i mean these are you know or the defense minister saying we will eliminate everything we're fighting human animals What's oh, your oh, pick? Where, where, where does this lead
2: it's it's awful it's just it's like yesterday i talked with with my friends who i I was staying at at his house i was sleeping at his house in the west bank and he told me like both of us are victims to awful leadership to these just insane leaders who are power hungry and he told me we are the people that can create peace and and Together, we, you know, Palestinians and and Jews and Israelis and Arabs, like, together, we are the people that can make this place somewhere you can live. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, lately, there have been these huge demonstrations against Bibi Netanyahu, you know, saying, you have, like, Bibi has to go. And and I just, this government has to go.
1: What would you say to international governments which support Israel, arm Israel at the moment, which are, you know, refusing to condemn Israel for violations of international law? The UN Secretary General has called out the collective punishment of the Israeli people, of the Palestinian people, which is a violation of Article 33 of the Geneva Convention. But Western governments refuse to do that. What, What would your message be as an Israeli citizen who supports peace to Governments such as the British government, the American government, at the moment, and their
2: position? I think their funding has a huge role in this war. Um, and it is not a funding that helps Israel defend itself. It's a funding that helps Israel, Israel's government, uh, to continue on this war of this murder of people, um, and I think stopping this funding would play a huge role in change, or of stop in stopping this war, and of like we must have uh, a resolution, like a political resolution to this. Like it, it would, it won't end with with war or with bombing each other. Like there has to be an agreement. And um, so I think. For reach in order to reach that, I think um stop like the the funding of foreign governments like the UK and the US needs to stop. Like they they give their like unconditional support and, and it plays a huge role.
1: And and finally, many will look at this horror at the moment and the prospect of a lasting peace seems further and further away, further away than ever. Um, Jews, Christians and Muslims have lived on that land for many, many centuries. What hope do you have of a lasting peace and how we get there?
2: I think we just, for us, the people who live here, there's no, like, that's the only choice. We can, I don't think we can uh, live here or exist here with war, in a continuous war, in a never-ending war, the only way for us to to be alive is if we have peace. And I guess that's not exactly hope, but it's it's like it, it's for us to to be here. We it's inevitable that we'll have peace.
1: Azalia, thank you so so much for joining us. I have to say you know, there is always hope, <laughs> however, you know, diminished it may be. And the reason there's hope is because of people like yourself. There'll only be hope if the voices of, of people like yourself are victorious, which I, I have to hope will happen, uh, one day. And I know you have a, uh, there's a, there's a petition, which has been announced calling for people to support this ceasefire. I the link will be um, in the video. So whether this is on YouTube, and um, uh, where, where, everywhere I publish it, I'll include a link to the petition. So please do sign it. Um, voices like yours, yours um, are so, so important right now. Um, you're very courageous, as I say. So thank you so much for joining us. Please like and subscribe if you're watching. And thank you so much, Natalia. I really appreciate it.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news ad free listening is available on Amazon Music, where all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership.